ABC Radio Australia. Vanuatu will soon offer licenses allowing businesses to grow and sell medical cannabis and hemp around the country. It comes as other Pacific islands also take steps to legalize the sale and production of the plant, also called marijuana. But the move is controversial, with some saying governments should instead look at supporting traditional products rather than entering this new market. I took a closer look at what lies ahead for Vanuatu and the Pacific. Former policeman Iso Kapum from the island of Tana in Vanuatu wasn't always a big supporter of cannabis. When he was working, he'd often see the ugly side of the drug. Most of my time being chasing uh, the criminals and uh, one of the things that happens to be the, the criminals in Vanuatu is the consumption or illegal consumption of the marijuana. But a meeting with Australian businessman Andrew Smith changed Mr Kapum's mind on the matter. He came to see cannabis, the plant that produces the marijuana drug, but also other products like oil, medicine and hemp, as a new market for his people. I believe that uh, it is more reliable after doing so much uh, research and so much findings on, on this product. I tend to find out that it is very, very valuable to the islands of the south uh, of the uh, southern hemisphere. The Vanuatu government is also banking on that high value of cannabis too. It recently passed regulations to allow the import, cultivation, production and sale of medical cannabis and hemp in the country. Once the regulations are gazetted, seven licenses will be sold to businesses at a cost of 10 million vatu or 12,000 Australian dollars each. Mr. Kapum, whose company Tafea Industries is planning to apply for the license to grow and sell medical cannabis, says he's grateful the country is taking these steps. We want to make it look uh, a company that is owned by the people and for the people because at the end of the day, we, we want people to get half a direct benefit on it. But not everyone is on board. Mr. Kapum and his Australian business partner were run out of his house when they first started discussing their plans to start a cannabis farm. My wife uh, drew us out of the door and asked us to leave because he, she thought it was something that is going to be forbidden to talk about. And though Mr. Kapum's wife is now on board, others are still not convinced. On the social side, I think it's a dangerous decision that the government has made. Sam Nayu is the Tafia province agricultural officer from Tana Island. When we're asleep in the night, someone can sneak through the fence and steal the marijuana. Maybe the government can introduce the product somewhere remote, where the population is low. Don't go to Tanner first, but allow it in a place where it's easier to control, where security is strong and the production is safe. But Mr Nayu also sees the potential in cannabis production for the people of Tana. Now the island's most lucrative crops are coffee and vanilla, products that are very vulnerable to climate change and extreme weather. Cannabis could provide another money crop, but Mr Nayu says there are other ways the government can support local farmers. Vanuatu hasn't even exported a local root crop, but now it wants to export something like marijuana that brings risks to this place? We're already happy here, selling our local fruits and vegetables at a small scale. 
It's not the first time Vanuatu has dabbled in medicinal cannabis. In 2019, a company, Phoenix Life Sciences, controversially made a deal with the government to test its cannabis-derived pills on diabetes patients. The project never got off the ground, and its founder was convicted of securities fraud in the United States. But Mr. Smith, the co-founder of Tafea Industries, says people need to be educated about what the plant can offer. This is not the holy grail of medicine. These claims need to be substantiated through uh, medical professionals and uh, the desired professionals before they're made by any companies at all. And he says his company will look at developing medicinal plants that can't be abused as a drug. We can actually decrease the uh, THC content in local plants, making them sort of uh, useless to smoke over the period of time. Now, this is an advantage for um, any of the areas in Vanuatu that have a problem with locally grown cannabis. It'll essentially make the local plant ineffective for smoking and of no use. Vanuatu is not the only Pacific country looking to legalise the production and sale of medical marijuana. In Cook Islands, a government team has been appointed to look into the issue. And in Guam, the first licences have already been given out to local businesses to start selling cannabis. Charlie Hermosa has applied for a licence on the US territory, not to grow marijuana, but to deliver it using his fleet of drones. When we started looking at industries that were really moving uh, forward, you know, we, we thought that, you know, our application of drones would really play well within the, the industry of cannabis, uh, understanding that there's other regulations that come to it. He's grateful that Guam has welcomed the new industry and says cannabis could provide a lucrative income stream to other Pacific nations as well. And I feel that it could represent a good economic development for nations, island nations that can, can cultivate in, in, in a way that can commercialize and produce you know, and, and sell and create another economic uh, way to be able to you know, make money. Vanuatu, though, is looking for established companies to start growing on its islands. To be eligible for its cannabis licenses, businesses must have at least 10 years' experience in the field. The government says it's one way to manage the high risk around the drug.